0: Game. blouses gallant check disaster I uh, the- disaster
1: well I mean I'm no doctor we now join America's most popular show already in progress everybody loves Mitch and Sean you guys are the greatest duo
2: fantastic
0: Welcome into to the Post Game Pines podcast once again. And this is a special wrestling edition, yes, with WrestleMania weekend. We just had to do a wrestling weekend, and I'm not ashamed. I watch wrestling. I love wrestling. I'm into it. I like – there's things I hate about it, for sure, but they hook me in. And it's WrestleMania weekend, and one day, Mitch Gallo, you and I are going to bring the Post Game Pines podcast live to
1: WrestleMania, just not during a COVID pandemic. What's up, buddy? Hey, man, yeah. Um... You, you're you're gonna have to teach me some things during this uh, podcast. That's fine because it's not me. It's not me. I, you got a guest coming. Yeah, yeah. I I get it. I'm just I'm trying to get geared up for WrestleMania. I find two days is one day too long for WrestleMania. I Probably. think they're trying to they, they do too much now. I can't I can't sit through Raw. It's too long. I get, you know SmackDown's decent. Uh, there's just too much. It's a, it's oversaturated, Campbell. Uh, but you know I'm a lifelong wrestling fan. And I still PVR. I have, I have WWE Network. I still PVR old episodes of Nitro and old episodes of yeah, Raw. Of Just, course. Just uh, some of the current stuff uh, you're, you're going to have to sell me on. I did enjoy the uh, Royal Rumble, though. Yeah. So, no, no. We'll be fine. And, and that's why it's, I, I, I
0: can't sell you I think That's why we brought a guest today. First of all, Post Game Pines podcast brought to you by LeBras Brewery. LeBras, uh Check it out. LeBras.com. And 133 labrasse and Point Claire. Stopped by the other day. Saw everybody. Alex, Dan, Catherine. Uh, Troy's there. I mean, I got my Campbell play-by-play IPA. What are you drinking right there, Rich Gallo, tonight?
1: I got a uh, nice North blonde here. Oh, the blonde. Yeah, got, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I like it. So they got great blonde. You could get your James blonde. You started earlier than me. I had to get home from work. So I'm, I was I'm just a great... Here, uh, but you could
1: go, I was just you here waiting go get that you an Angry friend. Gallo t-shirt, though. Angry Gallo t-shirt. Look at that. You like that? I you do. like that? I do like that.
0: Uh, yeah. be, before we bring in our guest, we got to bring in... Dave, are you, are you in on the wrestling episode? Are you? I, I know I can see you now, but can, can everybody see you? Dave Dewey, everybody.
3: Dave's What's not up? here, man. What's up? There
0: you I, go. Yeah, I All right. Okay, because Dave, I know you love your wrestling. We wanted you to be part of this episode, too, and you usually join us for the pop quiz.
3: Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me, and uh, I can't wait. Well, well, Dave's, interesting.
1: Part- <laughs> Dave's an interesting wrestling fan, Campbell,
3: because mm-hmm. I
1: feel like Dave knows everything that's going on, but never watches.
3: I feel like all he
1: does is read about wrestling and read about what's going to happen eventually in wrestling, but is never actually sitting down and watching wrestling.
3: That's a yeah. fair, fair, assessment. fair <laughs> assessment.
0: All right. Well, look, without further ado, because I know he's waiting, and I want to use up all our time with our guest today. Uh, he's uh, your friend. He's my friend. Uh, he is the guy that I turn to absolutely all the time. When I want to talk wrestling, get wrestling information. When I'm watching a match, Mitch, and it's at a pay-per-view, I have to go and check his Twitter feed. That's uh, Dave Simon. Uh, Dave Simon uh, from the Ringside Report. He so great, decided to take his time to join us on the Post Game Pints podcast. You, you, you want to check out the Ringside Report. You got watch longs, after-shows, everything YouTube, I—I I, I mean, you guys are everywhere. Well, first things first, Dave. Thanks for joining us on the
1: Post Game Pines podcast.
2: Sure, man. Thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, so yeah, great wh- to uh, see you, Dave.
2: Great to see you, man. Good to see yeah. you. Yeah,
1: it, it, and Campbell, you know what? what? Uh, we obviously go uh, back uh, quite a way uh, with with Dave. I've actually gone to wrestling with Dave. I remember Dave got me tickets TNA when TNA was first trying to break so out. So and jealous. So jealous. It, I think Dave, myself, and a, a few of Dave's friends might have been the only people in the, I guess, <laughs> high school. I don't even remember where that was, but it was a small venue, that's for sure. It
2: was uh, Pierre Charbonneau Arena, I think, mm-hmm. the one right next to the Biodome there near the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. That was a good show. Samoa Joe was there. Christian was there. Kurt Angle was in the main event. Johnny North was there attending with us. That was a That was a good wrestling show.
1: Yeah, Kurt Angle, I remember at the end, he went on a rant about how big uh tna was gonna be so uh he, he might have uh, overstepped there yeah. but i agree with you that was a heck
2: of a card i mean say what you want about tna though years later after so many people have predicted their death they're <laughs> still a wrestling company impact wrestling survives and they might be thriving now more than they have in the past five years it's is it still crazy. Is it david arquette that's keeping that alive no, no, no. It's, uh, it's the Asper family. They own uh, Anthem Entertainment. They own uh, the Fight Network. They own uh, H- HDNet. I think they called it something else. But they're a big right. they're a big family out of Winnipeg. They have a lot of money, big media family. And they bought uh, Impact Wrestling from Dixie Carter.
0: All right. So just before, before we get into Mania, because it's Mania Weekend, one of the reasons why I, I got to talk about the other wrestling. I love seeing the Good Brothers, from impact on AEW, like I I think it's so smart, like just to cross over to be part of the show. Like it's 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 one of those things integration. David, I know you like it when uh, was it uh, uh, Kenta came over from from New mm, Japan. Yeah, like that stuff's just awesome.
2: Yeah, I like the crossover. I like what they're doing. Tony Khan calling it the Forbidden Door. I think it's very cool that they're opening up that Forbidden Door, allowing different wrestling companies to work with each other. It it changes, it changes wrestling. It really does, and it makes the WWE have to kind of adjust at the same time. And they they're not really going to do too much, but you know, Chris Jericho is going to be on Steve Austin's podcast. They recognize that working with certain people that aren't necessarily in the family right now uh, is a good idea, and it's working with Impact. I think. I'm not sure how much AEW is really benefiting from that. To me, Kenny Omega, the world champion, showing up on Impact does way more for Impact than it does for AEW. I tune into Impact to see Kenny, and I don't know how many people from Impact are going over to AEW. I think most people that watch AEW are probably watching Impact, or or rather, most people watch Impact probably watching AEW anyway, so... I think it helps a impact a lot more, but that's good. Helping impact is good for the wrestling business, too.
1: Yeah, Dave, I have to tell you, I was absolutely shocked, flabbergasted, stunned when I saw the promo for Chris Jericho going on Stone Cold's podcast, which is broadcasted on WWE Network. The the fact that Vince McMahon said yes, like Austin apparently went to McMahon and asked him first. The fact that McMahon said yes blew my mind. He asked him twice. He was like, are you sure? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, Vince saying yes, makes sense. Jericho, the way Austin kind of put it, the way Austin tells a story, it's late one night. Jericho's watching Austin do the interview with the undertaker on his podcast. And Jericho is watching it and enjoying it at his house. And then he texts Austin about it, telling him how, how great of a job he did. And then they call each other. So, if you know Chris Jericho, this is kind of later at night. He's watching a wrestling show. He's probably having a couple of drink skis. It might no, be a couple of sodas. Yeah. exactly. It might be Drunkaco at that point. <laughs> and like, I don't know if his decision making faculties were at their highest. And Jericho can kind of do whatever he wants in AEW. I don't know how much that helps AEW. Again, I feel like Jericho being on Steve Austin's podcast right after Mania is something that everybody's going to want to see. They want to see is Jericho going to talk about AEW on this WWE show, which how does that really help AEW other than, you know, maybe exposing it to some people that, that haven't seen it before on the WWE network and that, you know, there's a legitimate argument there, but, I find it interesting that AEW is allowing their talent to appear on WWE television when there would be absolutely no way that Vince McMahon would allow any WWE talent on any other wrestling show other than his own, right? Maybe,
0: maybe just because it's Jericho, though, because it's I, I I know that Vince and Jericho has always had a strong relationship, and maybe it got skewed a little bit when he left, but it is Jericho. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that holds a little bit, Dave.
2: Maybe, but I think that. They could do it with Big Show Paul White. They could do it with Christian. They could do it with Jim Ross. I think Jim Ross on the Steve Austin podcast would be really good on the WWE Network. There are a number of AEW talents that I think they would do that with. Moxley, Matt Hardy. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. they would do it. If they're willing to do it, the WWE would take them on one of those shows. Why not? It helps the WWE Network. It makes people want to tune in. It adds credibility to the network. It's not just a wrestling show. It's real interviews with people from other companies. At the same time, it's AEW helping the WWE network, which I don't know how much they really want to do that.
0: All right. So, Dave, uh, we got you on because it's WrestleMania weekend. And, look, we're all Quebecers. Let's start with the, with the match. <laughs> my, my, my boy, I know I, know I love uh, uh, Kevin Owens, but I got my Sami Zayn shirt on today. My boy, Sammy Zayn, uh, and uh, Kevin Owens. I'll, I'll tell you this: I'm excited that they're 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 facing each other at WrestleMania, and they put this together. But I do feel, and I've been catching and watching everything. They threw this together like last minute. I felt like it was a really last minute. Like I don't care how they threw it together. WrestleMania: these two guys going to face each other. They're gonna they're gonna. I, I I'm expecting an incredible match because that's what they do, and they know each other so well. But man, did I feel like they threw this together two weeks ago?
2: Yeah, that's very much the theme of this WrestleMania. A lot of these matches just kind of sloppily thrown together. Not a great build to to much, really, on this card. Um, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn on paper is a fantastic match. It should be really good. We've seen it, you know, thousands of times at this point, and it's always great to get it at WrestleMania, I think, is fantastic. I'm very happy to see it. But, you know, Kevin was tied up with Roman Reigns for a really long time. He had that whole feud going with him he came off of that and he just entered into this brief Sami Zayn program which really started like like you said 2 3 weeks ago it's it's been heating up adding Logan Paul on smackdown last week is huge for that I angle love that. and and he's yeah. going to be at wrestlemania too this guy is everywhere both of these guys the Paul Brothers, they are everywhere these days. Everywhere I turn MMA, boxing, pro wrestling, these guys are involved. So, getting him for this match definitely added a little spice to it for WrestleMania. You want that celebrity factor, and they got that. So, it's not just Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn, it's a Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn WrestleMania match with Logan Paul ringside. It adds a lot to it. The match in the ring will be great, but whatever they do with Logan Paul, Hopefully, they can get him physically involved. I'd like to see him take a stunner at the end. I think that would be great from Kevin Owens, right? Man, they, they've come
3: a long way since, you know, I, I saw both of those guys at Foof's FUF, uh, back in the day, right. you know, on St. Catherine. I mean, these guys, uh, how big is it for them to do it? And, and you know, how how much of, uh, you know, Ke- does Kevin Owens really needs a win here, right? I mean, like, he's lost a couple in a row against Roman Reigns. Like, how, how do you think he's being treated on SmackDown?
2: I mean it's tough, right? Because he's not going to be the guy. He's not going to be the top guy on SmackDown right now. That spot's reserved for Roman Reigns. They had other plans for WrestleMania and the main event for Roman. They have Edge. Daniel Bryan found his way in there. So it's he's in a tough spot, but I think overall he's being treated rather well by the WWE. He's being paid really well. He was in a several pay-per-view long feud with Roman Reigns, who is the top guy in the company, and he helped Roman have his best matches as world champion. And I think that will help Kevin Owens down the road, and and it definitely raised his stock. So I think they gave him a big spot to shine over the past few months, and he did a really, really good job. He, He knocked it out of the park, and now probably gets a win here over Sami Zayn, Sammy in the WWE uh, I'm not really sure how long he sticks around I I I think he probably takes the money and and stays but Sammy's a very creative guy and I could see him wanting to flex his creative muscles somewhere else so you know this could be the last Kevin Owens Sammy Zayn match we see for a long time and 10 15 20 years down the road they might look at this match and and, and remember it very fondly. This might be a very, very special match for, you know, Montreal wrestling fans, but especially for Kevin and Sammy, two guys that broke into the business together and now broke into the big time together. They're on the biggest stage. And, you know, this is a match that they could talk about when they're old men together.
1: Well, Dave, you know, I, I, I hope it's, uh, it's not the case with Sami Zayn, and I'll tell you why. The WWE has some decent villains heels right now. You know, I, I like it with uh, with Roman Reigns and, and adding Paul Heyman. That's been good for Reigns and his character. You know, the Miz can play the heel. But the way Sami Zayn does it, it's like nobody else. He is the only true coward, good shit talker, all around heel that you want to see lose. But there's a piece of you that wants to see win too because of how cowardly he is. And I don't think there's anybody like him right now.
2: Yeah, he's very entertaining. He's he's super entertaining. You saw him in that Logan Paul segment on SmackDown yeah. dancing around. He's That's so good. And he's all in with the character. That's the thing. He's fully involved. He is down. He's willing to make himself look as terrible as possible. You see his hair. It looks awful. He knows he looks <laughs> awful. The like greasy side hair and the stupid tuxedo he was wearing. He's doing it to get heat. And it's great. And he's very funny. He's very entertaining. You can't help but appreciate him. And in the ring, he's always been one of the better guys in the company. So yeah, Sammy's fantastic. He's he's one of the underrated stars, I think, in the WWE. I feel like most wrestling fans don't appreciate him as much as they should. But uh, you know, when his career's said and done, he'll be a Hall of Famer. He's a legend.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm I just love that that part of him, like that just doesn't care. He's gonna like. I remember the like uh, the ha- Hall of Fame. Uh, speech of Kurt Angle where he kind of goes off and say, like, hey guys, you got to kind of make a fool of yourself. Like, don't be afraid to let go. Uh, it's not going to hurt what you do in the ring. You're, you're creating a character. You're creating... You could go either way after. And I think even Sami Zayn doing this will, 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 will benefit him when he wants to be strong, when he doesn't have to be a coward because people know that he can wrestle. Uh, look, there's so many matches. There's so many things. And, and, and what I want to try to squeeze... Plus, we have a pop quiz. That we're going to, I'm actually going to give to you, Gallo, and Dave. And I want to squeeze it in at the end of the show uh, here on the Postgame Pints podcast. Uh, by the way, just want to give it a little shout out to Woofpacks.ca, Woofpacks.ca. monthly subscription fee for your dog. Get a little package. I know they had the hockey package, now they have the travel package. Wolfpacks.ca, Gallo, what is it? Wolf, 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 Woofpacks.ca. <laughs> Uh, and I know that Freddie, Dave, Dave, thumbs up for Freddie. Hey, eh? I know that Freddie loves his package and Vader loves his uh, that they got from Wolfpacks. Uh Dave, I gotta ask you though, is there any way Edge doesn't win the title on the 10-year anniversary of him uh, putting it down?
2: Oh, I hope he doesn't. I hope Daniel Bryan wins. You know me, I'm Daniel Bryan all the way. I hope I'm uh, Edge through
0: and through. I know he's gonna win and I expect mm-hmm. him to win, and I don't care. I just I'm guys, so happy hate, he's back.
1: I hate when like I'm with Games. And, Campbell, you know that. We watch wrestling. I love Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I just feel like I despise when there's a triple threat match where I could completely rule out one of the opponents. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way with Daniel Bryan. I just feel like the WWE isn't going to put the belt on me.
2: Never say never. Right. Never say never. I I look at this match as the best match. There's two nights of WrestleMania. This is the match. Roman, okay. Edge, Bryan, this is the match. I think on paper, it's going to deliver story build promos it's delivered roman is on the run of his career right now as this heel champion this top guy who tells the wwe what to do he is fantastic in this role daniel bryan had a tremendous match with him on the last pay-per-view they are going I to agree that kill was it. great such a great match and i think that edge involved as well seeing daniel bryan and edge in the ring together For a title at WrestleMania, you throw in the biggest star of this generation, Roman Reigns. It really doesn't get much bigger or better than this. For wrestling fans, you can't complain. The build has been perfect. The wrestlers are all great. They're all top of the line. And you don't really know what's going to happen. I'm not sure Daniel Bryan won't win. I think Roman has a good chance of retaining. I think Edge could definitely come out as the champion again. I don't really know. I I don't I don't want to see Edge win because he doesn't need to win. He yeah, but I, I want him, him to famer. win. Yeah,
0: I know he's a Hall of Famer, but I just want him to win because he's Edge and I, I know I'm yeah probably the oldest one here and I go back and and, and, and like Edge to me like I want Edge to win the title and I want Christian to win the title and I want them to have the two titles in AEW and WWE. That's what I like i I'm, I'm old school that way. And I would love to see that. I And 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 I like being surprised. I want, like, if Roman Reigns walks out with it, I'll be like, oh, wow, I'm surprised. And I like when wrestling does that to me. I really do. But this is a match. I'm ready to watch it. But I am 100% certain Edge is winning.
3: Wow. I think it'd be a mistake to take the title off of Roman right now. I think he's on the greatest run of his career in terms of, you know, Title runs, and I think with his work with Paul Heyman, I think that he can't afford a loss. I think that Roman, I, I am almost 100 percent convinced Roman wins, to be honest. So uh, that's that's the way I think. The only way, the only way I see Daniel Bryan winning is if they want to end, you know, it's their first, you know, show with fans in a while, and they want to end it on a positive note with, you know, everybody yesing it. it that, that's they want that visual. I could see Daniel Bryan. His yeah, but you'll get the visual with Edge.
0: Yeah. You know? I don't know, i yeah. you just kind they, of like a heel now anyways. No, but you'll get the visual with Roman Reigns if he does it Roman Reigns style and the place is just cascade. They finally, they, they did like seven years of force feeding Reigns to being a, a face and now people finally get to boo him. They boo him pretty well. Like he's quality heel.
2: Yeah, Roman is a serious heel and he's the only guy in his prime right now. He's the only guy that's really on top. Edge is way past his prime. I am struggling with the idea of putting a world title on him at this stage of his career. He's he's done it all. He doesn't need to be champion. And if he's champion, then what? Like, who challenges Edge after Edge beats Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan in one night? Who can really step up to edge at that point? There's nobody that's been built on SmackDown. That's a real logical threat for edge. And I don't, I don't necessarily see edge sticking on SmackDown. I think he probably goes back to raw. I just, I, I struggle with the concept of edge having a lengthy title run. I could see them giving it to edge, switching it to back to Roman or switching it to a guy like Kevin Owens or even Sami Zayn if they really want to run with a guy like that. You know, Seth Rollins could take it from Edge very easily, yeah. very quickly at the next pay-per-view after Mania. Like But but don't they are do a couple switch options? But keeping Edge long-term there, is not good. Dave? Don't they do a draft
0: or a switch right after Some, Mania?
2: Sometimes they do, sometimes they push okay. it until kind of mid you know, early summer, you know, May, late May, kind of early June. Okay. So it's, it's possible that they do a draft and they switch the belts, but Roman right now as the world champion on SmackDown is just working so well. Mm-hmm. I, I, if I were to bet on it, I would bet on Roman. I really would because he's the guy, and yeah, it's Roman, right? But ending the night with a, with a happy note, ending the night with that big pop, is something the WWE likes to do at Mania, and this is going to be the second night's main event. So I could see a baby face winning, which, you know, Edge and Daniel Bryan. That's why going into this match, I'm not really sure, and I don't want to be sure. I want to enjoy it. I want to sit back like everybody else. You know, I watch a lot of this stuff. I'm pretty cynical when it comes to wrestling, but sometimes there's matches, you know, WrestleMania, title match, Daniel Bryan, Edge, Roman. I sit back and I enjoy it like a fan, and I, I love it. Well, no. Dave, I,
1: I, love, uh, I love being surprised. So do you, do you think we could see any surprises along the way? I, I saw a report where Triple H was teasing maybe a veteran, somebody coming back, some type of surprise of that nature. No, no, we haven't seen Brock. We haven't seen Cena. Is there any surprise as far as appearances at this WrestleMania?
2: That's tough. I think Cena is unlikely. Brock is possible but I don't really see a reason for Brock. Honestly, if I were the WWE and reading the, the, the tea leaves of Triple H and kind of what he says and dropping little hints and little nuggets and swerves, if I were to bet on a surprise, I would bet on CM Punk for WrestleMania. As crazy as that sounds. That would be sick. I that th- would, think that's a pop. That is a bombshell. I think they'd be, I, I'm not sure he punk shows up. Edge. I'm not saying. Punk and edge. There's
0: your guy for edge.
2: Yeah. I mean, that would be massive. Something like that. I could see punk. I don't think it's going to be somebody that you're expecting. That's kind of in the fold already. I think that they bring somebody in like a punk. And I think punk is the guy right now. And I think punk is at the stage of his career where he might want some money and WWE is going to shell out the big bucks.
0: Yeah. I can you see can, it you, happening. You could solve all problems and personal problems with money. Uh just just quickly, because there's a couple things I, I, I want to get to you because I want to make the most of our time with you, Dave. Dave Simon from the Ringside Report. Ringside Report, make sure WrestleMania weekend, you follow Ringside Report after every uh live show. And it's not just wrestling, by the way, it's boxing, it's MMA, uh UFC, you name it. They've they've got you covered from front to back and it's one of my favorites even if you're you're at home in these covid pandemic times you used to watch rustlings with your friends go to they do watch long parties it's like you're watching with them uh dave you guys do such a good job with that um just just uh a, a couple things what about they've been teasing it for years you said big name gallo what about if triple h if triple h comes out at some point and makes an appearance There might be a Rock tease. Triple H and Rock have been teasing something for years.
2: For Rock, I would do Roman. Like, if if Mm. the Rock is going to show up, he's going to show up after Roman wins, and he's going to rock bottom Roman Reigns to send everybody home happy. And you set up Roman Rock next year for Mania. Okay. If the Rock shows up, that's what he does. I don't think he wrestles Triple H because Roman's whole deal is I'm head of the table I'm head of the family. And you know what family's talking about. He's talking about the Anawai family, the, the Samoan wrestling dynasty. And he's yeah, the not, Rock has
0: a TV show about it.
2: I mean, exactly. And Roman is saying his whole gimmick is I'm the boss of this family. Everybody kind of bows down to me. Rock can come in and say, uh, Pardon me, sir. Like, no, <laughs> everybody bows down to me in the family. I'm Dwayne. You forget about me. So, That's the story. That's Mania, and I I hope they do it. I really do, because this Roman Reigns character deserves that match, and Rock Roman is something that they've been dancing around for years. It would be so good. They could tell a very good story for it next year at Mania. I, I could see Rock showing up after the match to, you know, Roman retaining, but Rock still sending the fans home happy by beating up Roman. All right, so before we get to the
0: Cunningham's Pub pop quiz, which I have for all three of you, you guys can work together on this one uh, before we wrap things up here on the Post Game Finds podcast. Uh, I want to do a quick rapid fire. So Dave and Gallo, make sure you have a quick question for for Dave or two. Uh, Dave, I like to do this pretty quick, Uh, just quick rapid fire. I just got to – I'm going to start things off. Women's division right now, is it struggling without Becky Lynch – Ronda Rousey, and Charlotte Flair, who's, I don't know where right now.
2: Yeah, but it's the WWE's fault. It's the WWE's fault for not booking Charlotte Flair or Bailey at WrestleMania. The women's division would be a lot uh, better off if the WWE focused a little bit more attention on the women's division. Currently, we have two women's matches on both nights. It's a seven-match card, five men's matches, two women's matches. I think you could have added another women's match on both nights, I think you could have had three women's matches and four men's matches. and You would have been all right or at least a third women's match on one of the nights. The fact that Charlotte Flair oh. and Bailey are not booked at WrestleMania.
0: So weird. A joke. All right. Dave,
3: what about uh, what about Shane McMahon? You know, he's always good for a big WrestleMania moment. What's going to be his moment this year? He's in a cage match with uh, Braun Strowman.
2: He's going to get thrown off a cage. He's going to get thrown <laughs> through a table. Some shit's going to happen. He's going to make Braun Strowman look really stupid. This is a stupid <laughs> angle. I hate this match so much.
1: I agree. Dave, uh, am I wrong to not give a shit about Drew McIntyre against Bobby Lashley?
2: No. Fuck Drew McIntyre. <laughs> boring. The feud's right. been I'll... awful. Sucks. Boo. Yeah. All right. Awful so match. how about
0: not boring? How about my boy Cesaro? Finally, getting a one-on-one match. It's against Seth Rollins. It's mm. a weird match, but I don't mind the angle they're playing. And I hope at the end of it, they become allies.
2: Do you see Cesaro's promo a couple weeks ago?
0: Uh, the the love one. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oof. Not good. You <laughs> like that, eh? I mean, the guy can't talk. That promo showed us talk. why and Cesaro's that's why not he'd a main be event.
0: Perfect with Rollins. Would he not be perfect as a with tag Rollins? team? No, a tag team or be you know he's like follow the vision and after the fight he follows the vision and goes with him
2: I guess but this whole vision Seth Rollins Messiah gimmick is oh I just I fall asleep every time he starts talking terrible <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, all right uh I mean I just uh let's what's the other match I wanted
1: oh uh, I I'm, I'm Dave? go go ahead Gallup. How do you feel about uh, Alexa Bliss throwing fireballs at Randy Orton? Ugh. The ridiculousness of uh, this feud and the, the setup for him to go up against the Fiend.
2: I hate it. I hate everything about it. I think it's so dumb. I think uh, the black stuff coming out of Randy's mouth was ridiculous. I love that at a certain point, Randy, like when it first started happening, it was. It was. He was freaked out about it. And then by the end, he just got a towel and was like, "Yeah, it's all right. It'll it'll pass. Don't worry, guys. It's just some <laughs> voodoo curse that Alexa Bliss put on me. It's such a dumb angle. A couple weeks ago, Randy admitted that he thought his match at Fastlane against Alexa Bliss was just going to be him beating up Alexa Bliss. He didn't think the Fiend would interfere. Like, how stupid is this Randy Orton character? Everybody knew the Fiend was going to show up, except stupid old Randy. It's dumb." Uh, it's a waste of Alexa Bliss because she could be wrestling, but she's not. She's doing this stupid shit. And Randy and Bray have wrestled at Mania before, and it's been it was it was really bad. You you guys probably don't remember it because you try yeah. to block it out of your memory. You put the but the worms had, on the ring, yes, the graphics on the yeah. ring, awful, awful. All
0: right, uh, all right. So I got a pop quiz here for you guys. Okay, I want to get to this here on the post game Pines podcast. I I I, I did the research. I, hopefully I, hopefully the numbers and all that stuff is good. Uh, you guys can work together. All right. Uh, and I, I'm trying to think because I have 11 names on this list. Okay. I have 11 names. How many wrong answers do you guys want in 11 names? I know you don't know the category yet. But yeah, I don't know how the question. Wrong- what? I don't know the question. Okay. Hey, I'll give you the question. Then you have to tell me how many wrong answers you're allowed. All right. So the question is... I want to know for wrestlers that have had at least eight matches at WrestleMania, who are the ones that have a winning record, but they had to have at least been in eight matches at WrestleMania, but a winning record. Okay. How many wrong answers do you guys want to be allowed Two each six. Sure. Sure. Yeah, okay. Okay. There's 11 names on this list.
1: All right, let's cross Dave, off the Dave, obvious
0: I think Dave's ready to rattle off 11
1: right now. Mm, I got
2: a couple, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Right, let's knock off D, the but... obvious one, Campbell. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll knock off the Undertaker. Now we got 10 to go. Yeah, okay, Taker easy. is 25 and 2. There you go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Now,
1: now I'm also going to guess that uh, Hogan has a winning record at WrestleMania. Hulk Hogan 8-3 and 1. Very good, Gallo.
2: Uh-huh. That's a good right. one.
0: Uh, Dave, you got something for us, Uh, Simon? I'll go, Dave. Simon, he's our he's our guest here on post game Pines.
2: Winning record. Gallo took some good ones (laughs) because the eight matches is the thing. You know, you have to be in the eight. Well, it's it's just because I didn't didn't want a guy that was like two.
0: I didn't want a guy that was like three and two. You know, on this list.
2: Okay. Uh,
0: They they all they all at least have five.
2: Give me the Rock. Uh,
0: The Rock is at six and five. Very good.
2: There we go. Oh, I'll
0: got one. I think Edge. Edge, seven and four. Nice. So so far, you got wait, wait, four. I have, a, I, I have I another Cena. one. I'm just, uh,
1: I'm Cena, just worried John he didn't Cena. get to eight. Not oh, Ed, no. yeah. Hold on, hold on. Dave, oh, Dave said John C- Cena. Cena was this. Ten
0: and five, John Cena. Easy one.
1: Hmm. Uh, all right. I'm going to go with uh, Bret Hart.
0: Uh, Bret Hart, eight and six. Oh, so you guys, nice. you guys got the, uh, the ones with eight more. So it's Taker, Cena, Hart, and Hogan all with eight. Uh, Edge with seven. Rock with six. So you guys haven't had a wrong answer. You got six out of the 11 so far.
3: I, I, R- Randy Savage? Randy Savage,
0: seven and four. Macho, man. Good job so far, guys.
2: Uh, I want to say... Oh, I, think I, was, I think this is going to be a wrong answer, but I'm going for it anyways. Okay, guys? Can I do it? Go oh. for it stone cold
0: stone cold is incorrect Fuck, i knew it he's not enough, manias,
2: not enough <laughs> not, manias. he's at seven
0: he's at seven manias. Ah, he's cool. at seven i believe right. he's five and two though i believe he's five and two but yeah. seven manias yeah I got, two,
1: I got i got two more at the top of my head okay i'll go with uh, brock brock incorrect yeah not, not enough, enough manias. manias not enough manias yeah. oh and i'll Am okay, I done? I got after one.
2: Two? I got one. Mr. WrestleMania, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Nope. Huh? I think he has a losing record. What? How <laughs> they? How dare they do that to Shawn?
0: Mr. <laughs> he just steals the show and loses. Uh, let's see how about uh, uh, how about Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. That's your fourth wrong answer. Oh no! So now you have four. You have two answers. Two. I uh,
2: have you're more guesses, six. but I've got yeah. two wrong answers. So guys, I'm just gonna mime things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
0: How about this? Yeah. Do you guys... Do uh, <laughs> you, want, you want a clue? Sure. Three are still active.
3: Man, has Roman done enough? Has Roman done
2: eight? He's uh, been Pretty for, close.
3: He's been around forever,
2: man. Uh, around forever, man. Uh, what? Is
1: that an answer? Is that a guess? Mm, yeah, let's go Hold Roman. on. Uh, no, David. <laughs> uh, yeah, go for it. He's, he's for it. counting the matches in his head.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's the wrong answer. Oh! Yeah. No. <laughs> They're somebody, active. somebody very close to him though.
2: Seth,
3: six and three. Seth Rollins. There you go. Okay, guys. What about like
1: someone like Jericho? Did he do enough?
2: Uh, I don't know if he's had. Oh, he's had a lot of mania. I'm wondering about.
1: He's definitely had enough manias. I just don't know if he has a winning record. Yeah. I'm wondering
2: about Triple H because he's had a bunch of manias, but he loses oh, a lot too. Dave, I, I he's
1: lost a... like the last five WrestleManias. Yeah. but he's won in.
2: a lot too.
0: Well, you he guys has... got 90 seconds here to throw out some names. I think, think his got... last
1: one. I think his last one was
2: against Sting. What about what? Oh. What about Shane? Shane, incorrect. Well, Shane definitely. No, Shane has. That's your six. That's your sixth wrong oh, answer. Oh, wrong. We yeah, didn't
0: get but it. you're allowed, you got six. You guys are missing. Ray Mysterio. Oh. Uh.
1: Daniel Bryan.
2: He's had eight manias.
1: You know, five the only three. reason I didn't pick Daniel Bryan is because of the stupid WrestleMania he lost in five freaking seconds. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And
2: Ooh.
1: Owen Hart, five, two, and one.
2: Oh. Owen Hart. That's a tough one. I would have yeah. never got there. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Hey, That's Dave. A lot of WrestleManias. Dave, thanks for joining us, man. Uh uh, ringside report man you guys do such a good job and uh, i want to give a shout out to you guys
2: check us out ringside report.net go to our youtube page subscribe do all the things get cups with my face on it merch.ringside good <laughs> nice <laughs> and my dave.
0: dream is st- and, and dave you know my dream is still to be on your show one day
2: all right well one day uh, you know we do enough shows you can find your way on <laughs> cheers we'll guys Well, how's that for your entertainment
0: value?
3: They've done their job very, very well. Awesome!
2: No, 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 no. Come on!
1: VBF!